everyone, and welcome to Phone Calls with Brendan and Ian. I'm Brendan Garland, and I'm a visual artist and creative. And I'm Ian Schaller. I'm a personal trainer and a philosopher. Brendan and I met at college in the Midwest, but now, living on opposing coasts, we keep in touch through phone calls, which we are sharing with you. As a podcast, phone calls is freeform, authentic, and natural, much as any conversation to a friend would be. Using mindfulness as our guide, we unpack our daily lives and travel across a spectrum of topics, which ultimately lead us back to mindfulness. As the listener, we hope our phone calls give you insight on how to allow yourself to simply be and live more consciously. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we had a little hiatus. We did. <laughs> it's so, time so goes that. by so differently. Mm-hmm. Faster, slower. What do you feel? Faster, I feel. Because mm. there's nothing really to separate, like days, except for sleeping. But mm-hmm. yeah, I. Personally, like, I don't ever know what day of the week it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely had, like, a schedule of, like, oh, like, I knew when it was Sunday because I taught classes on Sunday, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, I work or I don't work. And then that's kind of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And even when, like, I didn't have a, a regular schedule at work, it was still, like, I had to check the days to know when I would work, so it'd be like, oh, like I got, I work in two days, so yeah, and I work on Wednesdays, so today must be Monday. But mm-hmm. now it's like, who knows? Yeah, like it's it's another day. Uh huh. Um, do you like that, or what do you think about it? Mm, I don't know. I guess I'm in, indifferent mm-hmm. to yeah. it. I definitely do like having like some sort of structure, not all my time filled, but definitely like having things to, to do. Like, I mean, even, even still, I think we were talking about this on one of the other ones, but even still, like I still get up and take a shower every day and have a coffee. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what time I wake up, those are the first two things that I do. I take shower, a shower and, and then I get coffee. Yeah, just yeah. for some semblance of like normalcy, I guess, mm-hmm. or regimen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's important to have like some sort of routine? Uh, for me, I I would say yes. Yeah. I don't know if if you can like if other people can function in a in a way that you don't have to do that then I think that's good but for yeah. me like if I don't take a shower in the morning like I'm useless oh really know. yeah there's like something about it where I feel like my day hasn't started mm. and I just feel like everything like will not go right Throughout the day, that's what I going with. I feel yeah. like. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about you? Um. So, mine. I don't shower <clears throat> ever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> um. No, I usually showering when I was growing up in high school and like stuff like that. 
that was like what I had to do. Like I didn't have time to shower. Like I was definitely thrown off. Mm-hmm. So I know what you're talking about. Um, and even now, like I feel like when I shower, it almost like wakes me up a little bit. So maybe like that's kind of what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, mine now is like wake up, go meditate for 10 minutes. Um, and then like drink a cup of water with lemon and a little bit of Himalayan sea salt and then start making my coffee. And then after that, it's kind of like changes, but like those things, that's like for sure what's going to happen every morning. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that routine is so simple. Like I haven't like missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't take long and um, like you, oh, there's not really an excuse to not do it. And I won't miss my coffee because I'm an addict, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll make anything. <laughs> I, I will go to work naked if it means I get my coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. There are many times where I've woken up a little too late and I will be late to whatever I'm going to because <laughs> I stop at, like, McDonald's or something. Yeah, you're like, sorry. <laughs> like, this had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want me to be productive? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny, too, when you, like, you come in late with a cup of coffee clearly purchased from somewhere and, like, not made at your house. (laughs) Because it's like, oh, you had time to fucking stop there, but you couldn't get to work on time? Piece of Uh shit. (laughs) What the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) Get to work. (laughs) Go work. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think, like, Polly says the same thing. and She's like... And I can, I can tell without her saying anything that, like, when she has her schedule, like, she gets up, showers, does makeup, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just, like, she's awake, you know? She's, like, she's doing stuff. She feels productive. So, yeah, I, I definitely think we're creatures of habit as, of human, as human beings. Mm-hmm. At least, like, in terms of, like, getting ready, getting up in the morning and going to bed at night. Like, I feel like those should be sort of ritualized in some way to get in a sort of rhythm with the days. Yeah, I would agree. I think that like, cause you know, a lot of people are always like those websites where it's like 12 habits of successful people. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) wake up at 6 a.m. and (laughs) you know, go for a three mile run. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I feel like it's like, like what we're talking about, but the idea is that you should like um, just the act of like having something that you do every morning is more important than what the thing is mm-hmm. that you're doing. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I wanted to add in when you, when you were like, wake up in the, wake up at six thirty. I wanted to be like, and then go fuck yourself. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> God, yeah. God, I didn't say that, you know? <laughs> That's really how they like those websites view though. It's yeah. like, if you don't do this, you're just a piece of shit. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, I am. You're right. I, yeah. And then you're like, fuck, should I buy that book? <laughs> like, yeah. Will I not be a piece of shit if I, if I buy that book? so flow flow 
what uh did this did this I guess we had two weeks to do this one basically getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, did you experience flow? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't think like to me. I don't feel like I did, or mm-hmm. at least I didn't experience it in the same way that I have experienced it in the past. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because I wasn't like, I haven't been creating. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been in like the flow state of like creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say that's like your primary way of getting into flow? Yeah, I think so. What is that? What's flow feel like to you? Mm. Can you describe it in any way? I feel like it's like just kind of getting lost in something mm-hmm. and then. But I think, like, for me, the, the kind of moment that I realized that you're, that you, like, we're in a kind of flow state is when you feel a little bit more energized afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because I think that they're similar to, like, like, you can be, like, what you would describe as a flow state could be similar to, like, you scrolling through your phone, right? They're kind of uh, similar actions. Yeah. Like you get lost in it and you don't have any really concept of time. You're just kind of doing this thing. But then afterwards, after you're like done scrolling through your or at least for me, after I'm done like scrolling through my phone, I feel very like empty and then mm-hmm. like lost. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you do something like when I'm painting or something like that, and like I've, people have described it like when they're running or whatever and you kind of get through this period where you're like wow that was like I didn't even realize what time it was I just like was creating and then mm-hmm. it's just between you and the thing that you're doing and then at the end you kind of feel energized or have a stronger like awareness of yourself I feel like yeah I like that. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that's a good thing to distinguish. I think you, like, how you feel after is definitely, like, a good indicator that you were in a flow state. Um, yeah, totally. Because, you know, you can, like, be driving down the road and kind of, like, lose track of time and be like, oh, like, I thought I was at this point, but I've been thinking so much. And then it's that, like, I'm home now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So <laughs> the day after our last podcast, when we're like, oh, flow, you know, we'll, this will be our. About it. Oh, wait. I'm losing huh? you a little bit. I'm losing you. Oh, let me walk, walk, walk closer back to the house. Uh, what's the last just thing you, you heard after like after the day after our homework is what you said yeah um 
I worked at the community garden and I sent you like a voice message thing. Um, or, and I'm not sure if you listened to it or not because we haven't like talked about it. But um, there was a wait, did you hear uh, it or should I? Yeah, I, can I did it either way. It, but. But. Okay, cool. Um, so I was sifting um, compost through a thin wire piece into a, uh, a wheelbarrow so that like I could go around the community garden and scoop it out and kind of shake it onto the, the garden beds. And um, I was actually thinking about the homework and I was like, how, like, like what makes, how do you like create a flow state? You know what I mean? Um, and then a guy walked past me and he was, he'd walked past once already. And he was talking through his headphones. It sounded like he was teaching a class or something. Cause he was like, he sounded like a motivational <laughs> speaker. He was like, and you got to do this to have this and be successful, uh-huh. like that kind of thing. And then on his way back around, he's like, he said, oh man, I should look at the, look at the name before um, we started this podcast. But there was a Japanese man who like defined flow state. And it was when your ability meets like the challenge or something like the, the ability and the challenge, are, like at the same point. Does that make sense? No. I almost want to no. look it up. Is that cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do that real quick. And you, you said that this guy was like the embodiment of flow, right? Um, the guy speaking or the guy Japanese speaking. guy? I don't think I, um, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I say that? <laughs> At least, oh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Hmm. So there's a graph I'm looking at online and it's like when your skill level is at the exact point. So like someone's ability to perform a task is, is like equally is equal with the challenge that's provided. So if it's too easy, then I'm not going to go into a flow state because I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, so my brain kind of shuts off and I can be thinking about baking cookies while I'm taking out the garbage mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. But like, if it's too hard, then I'm like stressing out doing the task and I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. You know, like I'm going to burn the house down because I don't know how to do this, that kind of thing. But when the challenge and my ability are like at the same point, like it's not too hard or too easy for what I have, but it's like, it's still engaging me. So like, that's when a flow state is produced. Mm -hmm. Does that make more sense? Okay. Um, and I cannot even pronounce this name that I found. It's uh, Mahali Sizikshimahali. <laughs> if you look up flow state definition, <laughs> you might find it on there. <laughs> um, so I thought that was interesting because we didn't define flow state before we had ended and like yeah, wanted to do the homework. That's true. And so I was like, I don't even know. Like, what mm. am I looking for? You know. Um, but it was just really, really crazy that as I was thinking about that, like kind of like sifting dirt and like trying to like be really mindful and get into a flow state, just sifting this compost, this guy walks past and starts yeah. talking about flow states, you know? 
Um, so then since he said that, um, I, w- I realized like you could make something like harder or easier in order to almost create your own flow state, what the thing is. So when I started sifting the compost, instead of just like, you know, hurrying up and like trying to get all the compost into the wheelbarrow, I like started really paying attention to like the weight and my feet and how they shifted back and forth as I was like pushing the dirt down through the the screen. And I almost even started doing like some Tai Chi movements, like circles with my hands, um, like really feeling the dirt and trying to like stay focused. And I don't want to say I got into a flow state, but I definitely got more joy from that moment and like time went by quicker. But I I would say I was still aware of like myself, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but I wanted to bring that up because I want to see what you thought of the definition first. So do you want to, what do you think about that? Mm, Yeah, I think it's interesting because I, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I've ever really thought about what it is until like we had this homework and then I really had to kind of try to define it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good way of looking at it too. If you're going into something and then kind of like, if you have an awareness to be like, oh, wow, this is kind of, you know, maybe this is a little too challenging. How can I kind of break it down to understand something else a little bit better? And then mm-hmm. you could get into that flow state and kind of build upon it until you reach the point where you found it a little more challenging because then you'll learn through that process. Mm -hmm. Do you think that when you're in a flow state, you're aware of your like physical body? Hmm. It's such like an elusive thing. Like, I don't know. Cause I think like part of me wants to say like, oh, of course I've been in a flow state. I'm 24 years old, but like maybe I haven't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know is my answer. Because um, there's been definitely been like moments in my life where I felt really connected to what I was doing. And, you know, like time what didn't matter. Like I wasn't like overthinking stuff. I was just like, For example, like in ecstatic dance and Mm -hmm. stuff, I get really connected and I I imagine those as full Mm -hmm. states, you know? But you think, so you're saying you think you're like, your awareness of your body disappears when you experience flow states. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I don't really know if that, is a like a true statement or not? Mm-hmm. Right. I guess it. I don't know because it could just depend on how you define it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because everything is different for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Or I, I guess I guess I, I'll pose this as a question because I don't really know. Do you think that everyone is everything is different for everyone, or do you think that there are things that are universally like felt 
fuck you for asking <laughs> that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so the philosopher side of me wants to say that there's no way we could know. Yeah. Um, about like any emotion, like I could say that there's no reason to believe that how you experience or how you feel love when you experience it is the same as when I feel love when I experience it. And I mean, it seems that that's true. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's, it's just like the whole, like when you look at the color green, does it look the same as my color green? Like I can never, I can never get behind your eyes. Um, but like then like the mystic hippie religious spiritual Ian wants to say, yeah, like love probably like the the type of love that we spoke about that like Ram Dass mm-hmm. talks of, like that love I feel like is the same. Um, now that I'm talking about this, like a lot of stuff is coming up. Like, what does it feel like to be conscious? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that probably feels the same for each of us to simply be aware. Mm. And then extrapolating from that, like, I don't know if I can say anything else is like, as like, yes, because any other perception, experience, idea, even like you looking at one picture and me looking at the same picture, like we see and experience different things because of all of the experiences that led up to that point in our life. Like we've talked about mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But apart from just like pure being and awareness, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think we can say that there's anything else that matches up a hundred percent. Yeah. That's true. When you were talking about the Ram Dass, even the Ram Dass like example of what he defines as love, I was thinking kind of mm-hmm. like even that we can't like yes hypothetically we would probably all experience that the same if there is this one universal truth but we would never be able to perceive it as the same because of like our human because we're perceiving it through the human form exactly (laughs) so it's essentially the same as a painting Mm-hmm. You're looking at this universal self and I'm looking at the universal self, but we're both looking at it through our own, I or our own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like through the lenses of our own mm-hmm. ego or self. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then... If we want to say that, then I feel like flow states are different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like exactly how you experience a flow state will be different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but just how big is that difference? Like, is it like a difference of degree? In which case it would be like, you know, in your flow states, you have like 1% perception of your body. Where like when I'm in flow states, like I'm completely embodying my body 
and that's like why I get in my flow states. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Or is it like, what is it? Like a, a qualitative difference instead of a, a quantitative difference. So like the quality of your flow state is just completely different than mine and we can't even talk about them the same way. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, just because of the way that we do experience the world, it's like how much of you, how much of the flow state are you even experiencing Mm -hmm. at a time? Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But then, and then, yeah, go, keep going. Well, I was just, but then all this is like, um, like hypothetical or, uh, not. So, what am I like? Even if we all experience it differently in whatever way we can experience it we can describe the feeling and then whatever the other person feels that is closest to that would be what they feel. Right? Does that make any sense? I lost you at the end there. So you want to try to say it a different way or maybe like Mm -hmm. say it again? Because... Uh, like if we uh, like just by talking about it that is good right because then it gives people a reference point to be able to imagine what their own flow state could feel like Mm -hmm. so regardless of whether we feel like if we do feel it differently or if we don't that is like uh not relevant to the the ultimate conversation right because we would never know Mm -hmm. so i want to come back to what you said that the first part is that like by describing a flow state the person is you saying like the other person's almost um confirmed or denied on whether or not like they're experiencing something close to that yeah so you said that's a good thing ultimately Mm -hmm. because why uh because it gets you closer to understanding the like multifaceted parts of yourself right okay Okay. Like, cause I'm thinking of the, the flow state as like another kind of, um, emotion, right? Ah, okay. Okay. So if you think of it in like that way as a thing that kind of comes and goes like happiness or like sadness, then by like, if, so if you never knew what happiness was or you never knew what sadness was or insert anything here then you would never, you would be able, like, going through life, 
not able to understand these things that are happening to you. Mm -hmm. But the more we kind of describe and dissect these things, you can, you have like further terminology to be under, to like understand what these things are. Ah, that's, this is interesting because, so you want to say that like you're, your grasp of knowledge and like your ability to apply concepts and terminologies gives you a better handle on what you experienced. Right. Yes. And then you can like talk about it with people and, and then in that way you can like relate and connect and maybe even like further progress or understand yourself more. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not interesting. So <laughs> that Charles Eisenstein book, Eisenstein book, the, rise or a sense of humanity mm -hmm. like he basically says like <laughs> words of the devil <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like they they separate us from what we're experiencing because we start to cut it into pieces like pieces and then more pieces and then more pieces pieces further separating us from that experience more and more because we're looking at it through this lens of all these definitions rather than just taking in the raw experience does that make sense mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess there's like two kind of camps you could go into with that. Um, I'm trying mm. to like picture it, picture it both ways. Like one where like the, the, let's say it's a child, like someone who's like young mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe they're having flow states all the time <laughs> and they don't know that word. They're just like, they're just basically in love with life and are experiencing these amazing moments. And then they eventually talk to someone or so what we can say like that's person A and then person B who has the term terminology to talk about it kind of starts like instead of just having that experience for what it was to start with they've put a lot of like labels and stuff on it you know what I mean mm -hmm. and from where I'm looking at right now like I don't see how that's a bad thing but I also I don't know. I don't know what that raw experience feels like. Yeah. Well, I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. Mm, okay. Because, uh, so like, I, what he is saying, I think is true, right? Because they say that like animals are always in a, we could like animals are always in a state of flow, essentially, right? Because mm -hmm. they're directly connected to the present moment. They have no understanding of like past. Their only concern is like here and now. Mm -hmm. So they're always in a state of flow, but we'll never be able to understand that because the human experience like is one of thinking about the past and thinking about the future right. because of the way that we like exist. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we like created language to be able to dissect what we experience. Mm -hmm. But the ultimate goal would be like what I'm kind of thinking, like when you were describing that is like, eventually you're going to reach a point where like words can't describe everything that you feel. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm trying to think of, we feel like we've talked about this, a similar concept like this before, like the duality, something with duality 
And then eventually you were talking about this and it might not have been on a podcast. It might just been, we were talking, I think in the art room, but about Uh like duality and then it breaks, like everything becomes broken down and broken down until eventually it's like so broken down that it is like reunited with oneness Mm -hmm. again. Right. Yeah. So the duality becomes like singular. Mm-hmm. Do you get where I'm kind of going with it? Trying to connect that back. Well, you know what I'm seeing right now is that like what we said a minute ago about basically flow states are relative. And so, <laughs> you know, we can't compare the two. So we shouldn't say one is better than the other. And they all are happening inside like duality and unity at the same time you know Mm -hmm. and we we all have our our own different journeys so i don't know is that making sense is that like connecting anything or Mm -hmm. yeah well then then couldn't you just say that life is a flow state that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you could (laughs) and that like flow states quote unquote are just different (laughs) from other parts of the flow state yeah kind of (laughs) because what what really is it that like I'm interested in like dissecting this Mm -hmm. what is it that we are flowing in and out of ah that's a good question Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> I, I just love the question. You know what I mean? Like, I think that just feels good to ask that question. <laughs> um, what is it that we're falling in and out of? I think, I do think there is something, I want to bring back up the feeling of like losing your body mm-hmm. in flow states. I think like losing sort of like your sense of self and just being totally immersed in whatever you're doing. I think we crave that. And so we crave being in the flow states because we're flowing into the unity. Like, and then we're losing ourselves, And then there's no, there's no chance of being anxious about anything because the little me doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's just one big fucking thing happening, which is what is the true reality of stuff. But we got this humanity, nature weaving in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe we're flowing in and out of that unity. Like when you're in the flow state, you've just like, you've went back to the one. Uh, like the universe has given you a big hug. <laughs> and, you know, you still, you're going to go back into that kind of like little me, that little self. Mm-hmm. But right now you're the big one. Yeah. I like that idea of like the universe kind of giving you a little hug mm-hmm. or like a reminder cuz like just a reminder that you're like you're doing okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mhm. Because then it almost gives like a validity to so it's not that like the end goal is to only exist like in flow state, right? Mm-hmm. 
the idea that flow state is like a constantly moving thing and you're always a part of it, but you kind of have to have this human experience to be able to like understand something. Mm -hmm. And then when you finally, like the chart says, you know, when you finally like reach a point where you like have a knowledge of something, but it's not too hard and it's not too easy. And you kind of like grapple with this thing. Then yeah. you like are in this like understanding of what the thing is. And then you're kind of like brought back into the embrace of the universe. You know, it's like, Hey, it's okay. Like you figured something out. You're being a good human yeah. in the path of humanness. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's it's that sort of validation that we need, and they're like that encouragement to be like, yes, like you're taking steps in the right direction. Um, yeah, I actually really like that because you know the whole like repeating number thing. Like mm -hmm. if you if you see like uh, eleven eleven or two 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 four 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 whatever, it's like supposed to be like the synchronicities. So you're you've somehow aligned with the universe is like what the, the woo woo wee people say, <laughs> which I, I'm not saying I disagree or agree with. I'm just saying today it was kind of cool because it happened to me like a ton, like four different times with like, uh, counting money and checking the clock and everything else. And, um, cause I was just having a great day. You know what I mean? Like I had tons of energy. Like I was interacting with a lot of people and it's, it makes the day go by faster. Maybe that was like a flow state. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But yeah, it was just like, the, like Hey, nice job, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> You're killing it today. Um, but it's, it's dangerous to get attached to that. Kind of like we were saying, um, like we're not here just to have those states. So maybe dangerous is the right idea, right word. Um, it's tricky, you know, because it can become addictive to only want to be in those states. Yeah, I think that that, just like with anything in life, like, you can become addicted to the feeling of, because like, like we talked about at the beginning of this, like, it is rewarding to have that like feeling at the end mm -hmm. you kind of get hit with like a little bit of like serotonin or dopamine or whatever because you're like oh like i accomplished something i did something and it felt good mm -hmm. so you kind of want to experience that all the time but that's like an unrealistic place to live in yeah and i wonder Like, when you're doing art, do some days you feel just better about it than others? Uh, yeah, definitely. They're, like, it, like, when you finish a piece, you, like, can finish a piece that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wow, like, you know, that was really nice. But most of the time, like, when you're working on the piece 
it doesn't necessarily feel good. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's there's always a point in like every piece where you're like, this sucks. This is the crappiest thing I've ever made in my whole life, you know. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, just like pushing through that, and you're like, hey, this is like this is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I almost feel like that kind of moment where like you had to like, kind of grind through it as opposed to it just like coming smoothly and using the word again, flowing into it mm-hmm. is at the end of it can be just as fulfilling if you like, if it was like difficult or if it was just like smooth sailing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then what have, do you ever have times where you, you kind of feel crappy at the end or do you always feel good after like you do art? Uh, you no, know, there are definitely times where you finish something and you're like, yeah, it still sucks. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like, well, I did it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know that it's finished because you're like, you're like, there's no place that this could go. It's like building a house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You like, you could build the house, but then you realize like 10 steps back, you forgot to like put in a door or something and you're like, well, you know, that was stupid. So <laughs> yeah. tear the house down <laughs> yeah, and just start over. So why do you think you keep going back to it? You know what I mean? Cause it, I don't want to say it's random, the experience that you'll have from it. Like it could be good, could be bad, could be hard and good, could be like hard and bad, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, why keep going back to it? Uh, who knows? I asked myself that. <laughs> just about <laughs> Oh, at least uh, once, a, once a day, probably. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really, I don't know. I Maybe in, like, 50 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to like answer that question. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'll call you up one day and just be like, "I figured it out, dude." But I can't wait for that day. That'll not. be the most epic day <laughs> of my life. Because <laughs> I'll be like seventy-four, <laughs> still alive. <laughs> woo woo for that one. <laughs> and then you'll bring that up, and I'll be like, "Mind blown." You know what I mean? Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if all people who have like a a passion or habit or craft or whatever, if they all kind of feel that way, if they're all sort of because you know, I feel like anything that we do, even if it's supposed to end good for you, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know I'm trying to think what's something that like is always good, <laughs> like. Ice cream. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can eat some ice cream, and you can really be in the mood for it, and it can, like, hit the spot. You know, like, that was perfect. I don't regret eating it. Like, just an amazing moment of ice cream. <laughs> there could be, like, moments where you already ate, and then you're just like, oh, like, I'm a glutton. I'm going to eat some ice cream. That's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So you eat the ice cream and you kind of feel like shit afterwards. Uh-huh. Like there's all those like 
kind of scenarios. But we're always going to go back and eat the ice cream eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's ever like, this is my last time eating ice cream because that was just a bad experience. Uh-huh. Like They may say that, but they're going to go back to it. <laughs> Yeah. Like all of life is like that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. one day something's good, the next it's bad. And we just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody. I mean, I'm I, sure there might be somebody out there, but I don't know anybody personally who's like, I love what I do every second of every day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and if they do, like, I don't really know if I would trust them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have like that plastic surgery smile on their face. Just uh, permanently fixed. Just Mate. permanently smiling all the time. Yeah. Maybe that's something else we all share. Is like the fact that everything changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's another constant that, yeah, I would, I would feel confident in saying that too. Number one, <laughs> these are, these are ultimate truths. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one, every person that is alive experiences consciousness. Number two, consciousness, what comes in and out of it changes. All right, I'm good with those two things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> My two postulates. Uh-huh. Uh, this one's got me like kind of, kind of dumbstruck. How so? I don't know. Or why? Not in the bad way. It's like, huh? Uh-huh. Like, well, life's funny. Yeah. What about a life that didn't have those sort of cyclical, those patterns, you know? So, like, most days you're experiencing something brand new. Mm. Or even, like, just dropping the expectation Mm. and acting like it's the first time you've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't isn't that what life is right now? Aren't we experiencing something brand new every day? Well, kind of. I mean, it's been like a, over a month now. You know, like some people are probably back into some sort of patterns. I know I am, and I almost like have created like new patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we should do that. We should like just every day do something brand new. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, like on a more, like, kind of, I don't know, sciencey level, like, even mm-hmm. every day, like, really is brand new. You yeah, know? yeah, you're right. You got, you got new, like, new things are happening. You go outside. It's like the old saying, like, like Buddhists talk about that you know you could look uh, you could like meditate what do they say like you could meditate in the same spot for every single day but it'll never be the same yeah 
because, you know, the, you could be sitting next to a stream and the stream could have gone by. The grass will have changed a little bit or grown a little Mm -hmm. bit. The air that is around you is not the same. You've experienced different things. Mm. So like, yeah, all of life really is brand new. You know, it's funny you're saying that because I, I went on a walk the other morning and one of the things I've appreciated about going on walks lately is like it's springtime. So it's like new stuff's blooming every day. Like the trees are a little bit greener, that kind of thing. And I had that exact thought like, wow, literally everything's different all the time. We just like don't realize it. And our, our mm-hmm. mind tells us it's not like, it's, oh, it's just the same. <laughs> you know, don't worry about that. It's the same as it was. Yeah. But nothing is. You're right. Hmm. Maybe our hearts know that, and that's why we keep doing the craft we choose. Because we know because deep that no matter what, yeah, it's always different. Like deep down, mm-hmm. we know that, but superficially, like more in our conscious, we choose to ignore that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that you do what you do every day? Um, as far as like, I guess, working out or playing or whatever, whatever, there is like a, an increase of some sort of like skill almost, I would say. I don't, I don't know if I want to use the word skill. It's more of like the possibilities of how my body can move is infinite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like it can change every day if I just allow that, if I just like allow whatever my imagination kind of throws at me, like do this right now. You know what I mean? Instead of like fighting mm-hmm. against it, like, no, I'm doing squats. <laughs> like, Shut up, bitch, I'm squatting. Yeah. Right now. You know what I mean? It's like, no, ro- roll on the uh-huh. ground, like jump, like do that kind of thing. Um, so like literally each, I don't, I actually can say a hundred percent that like the last 30 days, like I haven't done the same workout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's part of it. Yeah. And then it is like a skill or like an art, like a, there's like a beauty to it that I really appreciate. I don't know, man. That's such a hard question. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you, did you struggle answering the question? Cause you don't know, or because like you're kind of back and forth with it. Uh, yeah, because I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's a impossible thing to like truly answer. Yeah. Cause I feel like it always change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause every day the reason that I do something is very different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like deep down at my core, why it's telling me uh-huh. to do this thing. I don't know. But that that like brings us like full circle almost back to like what we were just talking about with flow states that like if all of life is a flow state, we're just part of this big river that's pushing us 
like all in this kind of forward direction. And then we're all floating down the river at our own little paths, doing whatever we're doing. And then eventually we reach a point where, you know, the universe is like, oh, they just need a little bit of validation to what they're doing, gives us a little hug and then sends us back floating down the river. So I guess what I'm saying is that it's not really even up to us. This is not completely related, but I think it's a a good question. Do you think that the universe is uh, like fundamentally loving? Um, I think that I have to believe so. Otherwise, I like don't understand what mm. the point of anything is. Point. You think you have to believe it? It's, there's not like a a sort of like faith you have that it is. It's like a you have to tell yourself that it is. Yeah, I, I guess it could be faith too. Like I ha- have a belief that like a belief in love that like love is mm. the only thing. Mm-hmm that like is true that was that was a uf that was a ufo that is what was that (laughs) (laughs) that was the craziest sounding thing i've ever heard that looked like a ufo (laughs) 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 it's like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) you just hear me go ah (laughs) sucked up into space It's the last I'm episode. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> we learned too much. We learned too much <laughs> and uh, the aliens want to keep you for themselves. Uh-huh. I actually asked my my clients that um, like several months ago. I texted him the other day and he he like answered that question. He's like, I've been thinking a lot about what you when you asked me that and I was like holy shit like I forgot about that it's kind of cool that he like mm-hmm. he thinks about that still you know what I mean um yeah and like it got me thinking about it again too I was like wow I haven't asked that question in a long time but I guess like what we're mm-hmm. talking about right now with like those little hugs that the universe gives you number one I hope everybody experiences those you know, even if just like once in their life. But um, yeah, I would, I would love to know for sure if they did. And then if they do, then I feel like that has to mean like the universe is fundamentally loving. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and that we just got to open ourselves up to yeah. it. Like it's already there. Like we're already in that flow. Like you said, we're, we're always flowing down the river. We can't get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think that we can like get caught up in some sticks and stuff that are like alongside the river. And then we can get this feeling of resistance or fear, or, like pulling and tugging. And then that's like not so pleasant instead of flowing with what is. <laughs> 
You really got sucked up by the alien. That's what I was saying. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to add some like special effects to that part. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Or like just like some weird voices. Yeah. Just some weird little alien voices. Time out. Did you see the whole CNN thing where like the government's like, yeah, UFOs are real? <laughs> yeah. But I was telling my little sister, um, and she made fun of me for this. She said that was so embarrassing. But <laughs> I was so I was so upset about this whole UFO thing because that footage was has been out for like a really long time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Pentagon just like confirmed that it was real. Mm-hmm. But I really thought that like a, they found an alien. Like I thought that they had an alien. Like right. Like in their possession. And they were like, oh, yeah, they exist. Like, we have one. <laughs> I wish, man. <laughs> I was so upset because I got, I got kind of excited. I was like, wow, like, man, this whole craziness must be really, like, crazy <laughs> that people aren't even acknowledging that there's an alien. <laughs> yeah. <don't> <laughs> so wrapped up in their own shit. They're like, whatever. Fuck aliens. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? What do you mean? Um. You said you had a question. Um, I don't have a question, but we can come up with a question. Unless you had a question. Oh, no, sorry. When I called you a minute ago to see if you wanted to continue. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I thought you said you had a question. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I was saying that um, liked what you said. And then that we should come up with a question for next hmm. week. Yeah. What to do. Do you have any ideas or like thoughts or feelings? Mm, I don't know. Have you read anything interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that's like calling out to me right now. Wait, do you just mean like in general? Have I read anything interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rereading Ralph Waldo Emerson's Nature, mm-hmm. um, which is good, pretty good. And then I was reading, actually, I was reading a little bit, little bit about um, Judaism, um, which is, was basically just like Genesis. <laughs> uh, that's about as far as I've gotten, like, past it, but. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm reading. Why? I was just thinking that mm-hmm. anything would have sparked anything. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Um, so, Emerson talks about how, like, nature is symbols. Let's see. This is a section in nature um, about language. So his first, he says, nature is a vehicle of thought and in a simple double and threefold degree. So here are the three degrees of which nature is a vehicle of thought. So words are signs of natural facts. So basically, um, words are signs of natural facts. So, like, tree is a tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, particular natural f- facts are symbols of particular spiritual facts. And then nature is the symbol of spirit. So essentially, like, nature is a mirror image of our spirit. Well, maybe not like a mirror image, but like the other half. Mm. Does that make sense? But I'm going to say a mirror image because that makes the most sense. Uh-huh but not specifically meaning like whatever I see outside of me is like what my soul looks like. Yeah. You got that? 
<clears throat> um, so maybe look for things in nature that kind of like maybe are a metaphor for this, like things you felt in your life. Like, um, cause that's kind of where he goes with it. Like the, the examples he gives are like, um, sort of like what we talked about with the river just now. Mm-hmm. So we're like, life is a river, right? So if you can kind of find things like that, um, maybe we could talk about those. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. definitely. And then like kind of what place those symbols hold in our spirit or what they represent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Yeah. How can we, so wait, what's a good way to like phrase that? <laughs> and then let's make sure we don't have to define anything before we go into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in what way do we experience that nature? Um, maybe I shouldn't word this. Remember when we were doing like chemistry projects all the time and you were always the one to ask like the good concise questions. <laughs> I'm not good at these. <laughs> like what natural, I don't know. What natural, yeah. What natural phenomena do we see within ourselves and what does that represent to us perfect or yeah you think that's good yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm. so okay what's natural phenomena like (laughs) because is like everything natural or like we're talking about like just outside um i would say things that are outside of human control because we also like define this or like we're talking about this one time right because you were saying that you think everything is natural right like Mm -hmm. a house is natural because human was that you yeah yeah okay because of how because humans made the house Mm -hmm. and humans are natural yeah birds make nests nests are natural that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say anything outside of human um like control Okay. Okay. So like the, the growth of a tree, mountains, rivers. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. I like that. That just means I'll have to go on all the walks. Yeah. <laughs> now, God dang it. Now I have to spend more time outside. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for this beautiful talk, man. Yeah, thank you. That was a uh, uplifting. Yeah. It, it felt good to dissect the idea of like what a flow state is because mm-hmm. it made me feel less bad for like not achieving one. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know, that com- that comparing thing really makes you forget that like this is your journey, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, love you, man. Enjoy your dinner. Um, and good luck on your homework. Thank you. Love you, too. And uh, good luck on your homework as well. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>